Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. Anyone who knows how to read can record themselves reading lines and call it a voiceover. But odds are, when you're submitting auditions or getting paid to record voiceover, the client is going to be looking for you to do more than just read words from a script. So how can you go from just reading lines to bringing a script to life? And how do you do it on your own? That is what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Voice Acting 101 podcast. Jason here with episode number 22, and this is where I try to answer your voiceover question in the least amount of time as possible so you can get back to work. And today's question comes from Daniel. Daniel says, I'm going to practice on my own. Are there any good tutorial videos, online resources available that you know of, mainly along the lines of script interpretation and self-directing? So thanks for the question, Daniel. I don't know of any videos in particular. I'm sure there are many out there on YouTube, either for voiceover specifically, or maybe just for acting in general that can help you. Uh, And maybe someone listening can leave a comment if they know of one and they can recommend one. Uh, But it's a great question. So I wanted to kind of talk about it in today's podcast because learning how to self-direct is an important skill for all voice actors to have. A lot of the voiceover work that comes in, we do it on our own. And even if the actual job ends up being directed, the audition that you submit to get the job, that was probably done on your own. So there's no one there to tell you like what to change in your delivery or how to have more energy or to emphasize this word. You kind of just have to figure it out on your own. And also knowing how to interpret a script, that's going to mean that more of your auditions end up being what the client is actually looking for. And that can lead to more jobs. So mastering self-direction and script interpretation That can be a game changer for your voiceover career. Now, for some people, they just have this gift and they can glance at a script and they're going to instantly know what to do. But for the majority, it's going to be a challenge. And the reason that it's a challenge, if you haven't experienced it yet, it's because you're reading words that you may not use on a normal basis. The script may not be written the way that you'd normally speak or the way that you'd say something. It may not have your normal vocabulary, Uh, but it's your job as a voiceover actor to read that script in your own voice, while still matching like the style and the personality and the tone that the client is looking for. And most of the time, the client already has an idea of what they want the voiceover to sound like. By this time, they usually already know if they want like a male voice or a female voice. Not always, but usually. And they've been writing or some, in some way working on this script for who knows how long. So they're just looking for a match to what they've been imagining in their head. And then uh, some other times, you know, the client kind of has a general idea of what they want the voice to sound like, but they're open to hear your interpretation and they want to see what you can do with the script. 
So to help with script interpretation, I figured I'd run through my own process that I usually follow uh, when I get a new script. So the first thing you can do when you receive that new script is to find your starting point. Uh, And let's just say it's an audition. So that could come from a client, an online casting site, or an agent. Either way, they usually are going to provide some kind of direction. Unfortunately for most clients, when they give this direction, it's just too vague to be that useful for the voice actor. It's similar like if you were trying to describe a color. You know, if you think of the color blue, blue can vary. So can voiceover direction. So if you hear direction like inspirational or confident, it's really hard to narrow in on exactly what that client is thinking uh, with just the word inspirational, right? It can mean many different things, just like blue can mean many different things. The reason that it's hard for them is that they're trying to describe an emotion uh, or like an attitude or a feeling that they want to hear from your voice. And that's really hard to put into words. So the direction that they give you, it's not always super helpful, but it is good to see just how the client describes the read uh, because knowing how they describe that read and then if you figure out the read that they were looking for, that can help you in future jobs. And clients have kind of figured out that, you know, it is too vague. So uh, even more valuable than written direction would be an audio sample. And they're starting to post. Uh, sometimes you'll see like a link or they'll share a file that either has the client or someone reading the actual script or it's a completely different project that uses a voice Uh, in the same style that they're looking for. So those can be very helpful. You can learn a lot from hearing a sample. You know, you can learn details relating to like speed or the pacing or the tone, the attitude, the age, and that kind of clues you in on what the client is looking for. Now, not all auditions or all jobs are going to give you these audio samples, and that's okay. But when you do have them, uh, you can learn that when a client uses like this word uh, to describe a voiceover, then they may be looking for something that sounds like the sample that you heard before. So you can start to connect that written direction with the style that you've heard in the past. Uh, And if a client hired you to read a script based on your demo, then that's even easier. All you have to do is just ask them, you know, say, which of my demos is the closest to what you're looking for on this? And then they can narrow in on the demo uh, that sounds closest to the style that they're looking for. And that's going to be a great starting point Uh, to at least get you headed in the right direction of what the client's looking for. The next thing I'd suggest for self-direction is to pre-read the script silently. By reading the script silently, you're going to be able to make changes faster in your head than if you were speaking. And if you read the script out loud, you're going to be more focused on how you sound and getting everything right all at once. And just thinking about all this other stuff, that can make you start to overthink the script. And then when you overthink, that's going to lead to sounding unnatural. So by reading silently... You aren't worried with the sound of your voice or your cadence or your inflections or making a mistake. You're just focused on the script and understanding the words. And you want to make sure that the lines make sense to you. Because if you don't understand what you're talking about, then the audience that is hearing the voiceover, they're not going to understand or they're not going to follow along either. Also, there's bound to be at least one heteronym in the script. And that's where a word is spelled the same, but they have different sounds. And these are words like live and live, uh, close and close. Dove, dove, you know, those types of words. It's the same spelling, but it's a different pronunciation. You have to understand the meaning of the sentence to know which version of the word that you're going to be using. And that's kind of how you want to look at the entire script that you receive. You want to understand the entire script and just be really comfortable with it. And there may also be words or names that you don't know how to pronounce. That happens all the time. Uh, So this is also the time to figure out those little details. Once you have a better understanding of what the script is talking about, 
We want to go beyond the direction given by the client. So one of the worst things that you can do in voiceover is just to read the script to get through to the end of the script. That's pretty much what a text-to-speech app does, uh, if you've heard one of those. It just reads words to get to the end. And as mentioned earlier, the direction given by the client, it's usually too vague to help you figure out exactly what the client is looking for. So we want to help squeeze some additional direction out of the voiceover Uh, And to do that, we need to answer some basic questions that are going to help us interpret the script. So as you look over the script, uh, whatever it is, if it's an audition or a job, try to answer questions like, who am I in the script? Where am I? Who am I speaking with? Or who is the audience who's going to be hearing it? What is the mood in the script? What is the purpose of this script? And does the mood transition at any time in the script? So you can study the words and you're going to find most of these answers, you can just look for clues or keywords in the script that are going to stand out and they're going to help uh, describe what you may be feeling or the emotion that you're experiencing in that script. Now, if this was a directed session with a writer and a producer and a director on the line, they would most likely answer all these questions without even asking them. They're going to give you the background. That's usually what they do. But when you're self-directing, no one's there to tell you any of that background information So you just have to look to the script to try to get the answers. Once you have those answers uh, and you have a better idea of the emotion, now you're ready to record a take. So as you start recording, you want to remember the goal of script interpretation. The reason why you do all this is so that you take the time to understand what's happening in the script and to prevent you from jumping straight to your safe read style. You know, I have one, you have one. There's a read style that you can go to that you feel is pretty safe Typically, it falls into a generic uh, professional style is what you would probably describe it as. It feels like it could work for any script. Uh, You know, it's a style that it doesn't take a lot of effort on your end. You may have gotten several jobs using that style. It would impress most people who heard it. But the problem is it doesn't match with the script. It's a generic style read. And the person hiring, the person who wrote this script, they've got a close connection to the script and its meaning and its purpose, and they've thought it through, and they know exactly how they want it to sound. And when they compare your safe read against what they have in mind or maybe other auditions that they've received, uh, your read probably won't stand out if you don't go through these steps uh, to interpret the script. Now, maybe sometimes that is the style that you come to after you study the script. Uh, Maybe it is your safe read, but the point is, You don't want to just fall into doing that one style by default. Instead, you want to tweak your emotions and your energy and your pacing and your mood uh, to whatever the script calls for. And if you've studied the script, if you have the answers to the questions uh, that we mentioned earlier, then you're going to know the emotions that you need to bring to that script. And once you know the emotion, then you have to find that emotion within yourself. So that's the next challenge. To help you find those emotions, uh, what I would recommend is just take a moment Think of a time that you experienced that same emotion in real life and just think about what happened and how you felt during that time. And that's one of the great things is that your emotions and your experiences and the way that you sound in these scenarios, that's going to be different from everyone else. If it helps make it more real for you, you can use lead-ins where you insert a word or a name that you're familiar with, and that's going to help make it more like how you'd say the sentence. Uh, An example would be like if you're talking to a dog in the script You can use your dog's name to make it more real for you, and then you can just edit it out later on. Music is also a great way to get you in the right mood. You see athletes listening to music all the time uh, before a game. They're doing that so that they can get into the zone. So if music helps you, uh, go ahead and do it. Do whatever you need to do to get into the mood of the script so it's believable. 
And this brings up one other point I just want to make. If the script is for something that you don't agree with, whether it's political or religious or just some topic that goes against what you stand for, some people say you should just do your job and do it. I would say just don't do it. You want to actually believe what you're saying. Uh, You don't want to just try and sound like you're believing it. So if it's something that goes against your grain, uh, just pass on it. Let someone else who may be passionate about that topic, let them do it. And all of this is easy to talk about. It's much harder to do, to implement, so it does take a lot of practice. I also suggest that anytime you hear a voiceover, uh, just try to think of how you would describe the direction of the voice that you heard and describe it in a way that makes sense to you. And as you do that, you're going to start to get better and better at self-directing and understanding direction. Uh, There's a lot more to it. There are some incredibly talented coaches and mentors out there who can help you learn to do this. That's exactly what they work on. I'm going to leave a link to the coach's resource below. Or you can also look into the voiceover improvement plan. Details at voiceacting101.com slash improve. Either way, it's important that you learn how to do it on your own over time because there will be a day when it's just you and a script. And if you can interpret that script properly, you're going to impress the client. And there's also going to be some days that you just don't feel like looking into the script that much. Those days are going to happen. And some projects are just too long to pre-read all the way through. So once you know what to look for in the script and you've done it enough, it's going to become easier to do on the fly if necessary because you're going to know what to look for. Uh, And you're going to know that you're directing and you're interpreting correctly when clients say you nailed the audition or that you captured what they were going for exactly. That's uh, a clue that you're self-directing and interpreting scripts correctly. They may want to tweak a few things here or there, but overall, they're going to love your audition. All right, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to record and send me your voiceover question, and hopefully I can answer it on an upcoming podcast episode. You can look for that upload link in the links and resources below. I'll talk to you next time. Have a great week. 